What's up, guys? Welcome to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. I'm Trenton. And I'm Brett. Let's Let's talk. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 55 of Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. My name is Trenton Cruz. I'm one of your hosts, and next to me is the other co-host, Brett Heilman. How's it going today, Brett? It is going good. Did you say episode 55? My gosh, we are flying right along, and you know what? We're going to be... We're inching ever closer to that 75 mark, and... That 100 mark, and then the 200 mark, it just seems like these shows, man, they go by so quick because we have so much fun doing them. I think that's what it is. We have a lot of fun talking and getting in there with, you know, and just chopping up the scriptures and having a good time. But, man, it's it's been a, a kind of a crazy ride. Episode 55, that's amazing. May, what was it, 5th or 6th, the first one dropped of last year. Here we are, episode 55. That's counting, I think, it was like eight episodes of the old stuff that we put up because we had some, until we got going really good, we was putting up older shows through some weeks. But uh, good to be back in here today. I want to let you guys know if you got questions for us, make sure you hit us up at wait.letstalk at gmail.com or you can hit us up with the voice message link located at the bottom of the details of each and every episode. We would love to hear from you. And yeah, send us your questions. Send us your thoughts, ideas, stuff you'd like us to talk about. We love to talk about it. So you know, I just want to say thanks to you guys that we've been talking to. I hadn't told Trent this, but I was speaking with somebody on Facebook the other day a little bit about the show and how much you know this person enjoys the show, and it was encouraging to me, you know, to hear that. And then we just spoke with another person here the other night that they've been checking out the show uh, periodically and. You know what that's that's really what it's all about is just reaching you know it's kind of like reaching people where they're at right you know because we can't be everywhere as, as you know as pastors we can't be everywhere and this is an opportunity for us to put something else out there for those people that's kind of on the go give them a chance to listen to it in their car or you know on their way to work on the way home whatever it is and that's a blessing to us to know that you guys are listening to what we're putting out there and so i just wanted to say thank you for that and Check us out on Facebook at Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. That's where you're going to get the latest shows. That may be where you're getting the shows. And the latest information about, you know, I've been trying to put some other things up there. I know Trenton has as well on the Let's Talk page. You know, just different things that the church is doing. There's been a few of those things go up there. So you're going to get the latest information there. And you can also check us out on Zapit.com. That's spelled X-A-P-I-T. Head over there and you can... uh, get the let's talk with Trenton and Brett show from there if you'd rather get it from there all yep. right exciting times for those of you that don't know reaching others where they're at that is our vision statement here at next level freedom church so that's why when Brett said reaching people where they're at he was kind of hinting at that so for those of you that didn't know now you know we're here to reach people exactly where they're at in life it's about God's kingdom going forward and there is so much going on right now. I'm uh, honestly, I'm tired, guys. But we still pushing, we still going. But God is up to so many big things, so many miracles, so many things happening all over the world that it's crazy. And if you aren't aware, you need to get aware. You need to pay attention to the world around you, and you will not find that information on mainstream media. You need to get out there, and you need to look for it. So. A lot going on right now, guys. It's going to be exciting. You know what? We're seeing the growth. And, you know, sometimes people think, you know, when you say, oh, we're seeing the growth, everybody thinks that you might have, like, 
a thousand, two thousand people in your church. But you know what? Growth isn't always just numbers. A lot of times, growth is your spiritual walk. And growth is where God is taking you, and you know what God's doing in different people's life where you're at. And I can honestly say right now, Trenton, we are seeing growth. You know, we're we're seeing people come forward that maybe we're scared to come forward. We're you know. We're seeing the boldness take place in the pastors here at Next Level Freedom Church and Joy Church that hasn't been there before. Uh, you know, a type of boldness that's it's different. I don't know how to explain it other than it's it's different. And we're seeing that growth that God is is putting into us. It's it's branching out to the congregation in different ways. So, you know, that we may not have two thousand con- members of our congregation right now, but what we do have is we have growth taking place and we can see God working and getting people where he wants them, putting them in place, getting them to break down the walls that they've put up and people are realizing that they're more capable of doing things than they thought that they were. And that's one of the things I spoke on a little bit Wednesday. I didn't preach, but I gave a little bit of a word was that, you know, we've got to stop saying I can, you know, this is what I can do and start recognizing that God can do more than we can do through us. You know, it's, it's of, it, of ourselves, we can't do hardly anything, but we're not capable of a whole lot. But with Christ, we're capable of so much more. And I think we're seeing more and more of that take place here. So exciting things are taking place where we're at. And if you've got exciting things taking place where you're at, call in and let us know about it. Because it's not just about what we're doing here, guys. We want to know where God is moving and what God is doing because it's about him. It's not about us. It's about him and what he's doing. So if you're excited about what God's doing for you in your church or the place that you worship, call in and leave us a message and let us know about it. Or you can email us too, or you can hit us up on Facebook as well. I'm going to call in. It's not a phone number. It's a link. Y'all click the voice message link right there. For those of you who are thinking maybe he's got a phone number, at least not yet. We don't have a phone number, but you can hit us up on that voice message link. We would love to hear about what God is doing in your town or your country or your area, wherever you're at in this world, because we notice we have listeners all over the world. So thank you guys for checking this out. (laughs) I want to read this, finish off uh, chapter 16 to John real quick, because there's a lot of good stuff Jesus says here in just this last small section. We kind of left it at this last time because we ran out of time. We were talking about other things. But um, verse 25 of John 16 says, I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming, or parable, some translations. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name. And I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you. And I think that's a powerful statement right there. Because you have loved me and have believed that I come from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world and now am leaving the world and going to the Father. Right there, Jesus delivered some powerful words. Let's stop there for just a second. He's talking about instead of us having to, him asking on our behalf, we'll be able to go directly to the Father because we will have that connection because of what Jesus done. Notice he said, for the Father loves us because we have loved him. So the doorway to heaven is still through Jesus. But once you come through Jesus and become a child of God, now you have direct access to the Father. And we're going to talk about it when we get to the, uh, I don't know if John mentions it or not, but the, when the temple curtain was torn and God opened that communication, we no longer have to go through a priest. 
We can talk to God directly. And that was God's plan all along, all the way back to the fall when Adam and Eve fell and took of the forbidden fruit. God was, he had already put a redemption plan in order to redeem us from our fall. So, and you know, looking back, when they asked, how should we pray? How did Jesus teach us to pray? Our Father who art in heaven. You know, he, he taught us to pray to the Father. And that's one of the coolest things. It's, yeah, it's through, we get to the Father through Christ, but it's like now we have that where we can go directly to the Father. You don't need a mediator. You have a mediator between God and man, and that's the man that was Christ Jesus. That's all that we need to be able to go before God in prayer, and we have that. And that's just, people don't realize, I think, Trenton, the power behind that and what that really is and how strong of a connection, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word or whatever, but how strong that is to be able to go directly to the Father in the name of Jesus. And that's how that we're taught to pray. And that's just because I don't know how many times, you know, when whenever we're praying for something, we say in the name of Jesus because it's through him and it's through what he's done for us that now we have this great connection and this great force in our prayer i don't even know what the word authority. the word authority yeah that i'm that we have it's been given to us and as jesus told us pray our father who art in heaven you know pray you can pray to him you don't have to be scared to speak to god and that's an amazing feeling and jesus giving living by example giving us an example to live by you notice yes he was god in the flesh but he never prayed to himself he prayed to the father he always points us back to the father he's also showing us the order of things. If you want something accomplished, you go to the Father, the Son, through the Son, by the Holy Spirit. Amazing how that all connects yep. up. So you communicate to the Father, by or th- through the Son, by the Holy Spirit. So that right there, there you go. Trinity all in one. You guys are good. Have a nice day. And no, I'm just kidding. So but Jesus goes on. Well, his disciples actually answered and responded after he said what he said. They said in verse 29, his disciples said, ah, now you're speaking plainly and now you and not using figurative speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. And Jesus answered, do you now believe Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered, each to his own home. Sounds like last year a little bit, don't it? <laughs> and when we oh. <laughs> and we will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said things. Well, you want to preach on that Woo! now? <laughs> Let's continue. Let's finish this off. And then Brett got something to say, but we'll go for it. But uh, he's ready to preach. Uh, but uh, And will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, and that in me you may have peace. Check this out, guys. Most powerful, one of those powerful verses. Eddie said this was his favorite when he was here. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. All right, Brett, what you got? Oh, no, man, I just never seen I mean, <laughs> you spoke that out, and I was like, wow, I never connected that dot before. <laughs> I had neither until just now. Just, <laughs> I was just, earlier I was looking at uh, verse 29, and, you know, they're talking about, oh, now we can we can see you're speaking plainly to us. Now we can figure it out. And Jesus is all like, now you get it? It's like I'm getting ready to be crucified. My hour is coming, and now you got it, finally? And it just, you know, it just seemed kind of, in a way, it seemed a little funny to me. Mm. But yeah, man, going to that part where 
<laughs> Behold, the hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered each to his own home. You know, th- that's a little bit prophetic, I guess, because <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I mean, how many people, and I, you know, I, I can't speak for everybody out there, but how many people just stepped away from church and just completely forgot about God? Left Jesus. They just like left him for the <laughs> longest time, and I know that it's happened. And, you know, it is so easy to get disconnected from your congregation, disconnected from your friends and your family whenever you are. And technically, you know, Trinity really were. It was, it was kind of scattered because it came out of nowhere. And it was it was kind of like, you know, when they came to get Christ and everybody scattered it, it just in a way to them, it came out of nowhere. And that's what this was to us is it came out of nowhere. And where did we go? Everybody scattered off to their homes. And, I mean, let's be honest. How many people did each of us call to check on during that time? How many how many, how many times did we call the pastor? How many times did we, you know, go online to find something to watch or to connect with people? We just stepped away from everything during this time. Man, that was, man, that was, that was a powerful word right there. <laughs> I've never seen that, but, man, that's, I know that's not probably what was intended there, but I think there's a little bit of a message there not for us. Not the context, but some truth yet either way. The hour is coming indeed. You'll be scattered east to his own home. You will leave me alone. Left the church is just sitting there empty. <laughs> Yet I am not alone for the Father is with me. And I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. Where did we find our peace? Once people started waking up to realizing, huh, this isn't what they were making it out to be. Maybe uh, we were being a little duped a little bit. Like I say, read that last line right there. Yet I am. Not, oh, no, I'm no, getting no. to it. I'm In the world, you will have tribulation. He told us, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have said these things that you may have peace. And in the world, you will have tribulation. But take heart. I have overcome the world. And it is because he has overcome the world that we are living in victory right now. So we asked a question here a few weeks back at the church. Are you a victim or are you a victor? If you're living in a victim mentality, then that's on you. You need to reverse your thinking and you need to start thinking like a victor because the Bible says you're more than a conqueror. That's what the Bible says through Christ Jesus. And it's all because of Jesus. Every time we say stuff like that, it all points back to Jesus. It's nothing we can do on our own. There's no way we can earn it, his love. Except through Jesus. It's because of Jesus and his blood and dying for us that we are declared. I want to emphasize that because we're not actually righteous, but we're declared righteous because it's covered by the blood of Jesus, our unrighteousness. I want to take a look at this. And I don't want to get stuck on COVID, but I mean, that was good. (laughs) But there's something to this. And I think that I think that we need to talk about this. There may be somebody listening needs to hear this. That last part there, it says, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Now, either you believe that or you don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Now, either you're going to trust in him that he's overcome the world. Yes, you're going to have tribulation. But either you trust that he's overcome the world and you're going to be okay either way, or you don't believe it. And I think that that's, that's exactly where we're still at, or where a lot of people, let me rephrase that, where a lot of people are still at. Because through this whole COVID thing, and I know me and Trenton's pretty much on the same. Now, Trenton, he had COVID. Mm. I never got COVID. But Trenton came through it with flying colors. And what, the week, I think we took a break from the show for a couple weeks. And then we went right back at it. We got Mm -hmm. right back into it. Mm -hmm. But through this whole thing, 
I had the same attitude. I never got scared about this stuff. Mm-mm. I never wanted to wear the mask. I did in the places that I had to in order to go in at this time. I hated it. And but I never made fun of those that did. I never, you know, told them they were stupid or anything like that. I had I had my own opinions. But I trusted God through this, and that's pretty much how me and Trenton looked at it. It's like, look, we're just going to trust God through this whole thing, and we're going to do what God speaks to us and tells us to do. Now, either you believe that he's overcome the world, which is everything that has taken place in this world, overcome all the evil, overcome all the sin, overcome all the disease, overcome all the... You know, all the different types of cancers and all the hunger and all the starvation. Either he's overcome it or he hasn't. And I'm, I know I'm opening up a whole big bag of worms because somebody out there saying, yeah, but there's still starving kids and there's still sickness and there's still disease. Mm. But the thing is, guys, he's overcome it. And the, the point of it is, is he has created and made a way for us to get back to the Father. He gave his life. He conquered death. He conquered disease and all of that stuff through the cross. The way that you have overcome it is because he's overcome it. And if you accept him and what he's done for you, then death in the grave ain't going to hold you down. Mm. So therefore, the sickness that's taking place in the world, it's already been overcome. Because even if it does grab a hold of you and it takes you, you have overcome because he's overcome. You're going to go to heaven. You're going to be with Christ. So the fear that the world is throwing at you, it's, it's, it's nonsense. Mm. You can't let that fear grab a hold of you because he told you right there, you're going to have tribulation. You're going to go through sickness. You're going to go through hard things. He never said that I'm just going to come into this world and I'm going to wipe everything clean. Well, at least at this point, <laughs> we know mm-hmm. that someday that will take place. But at least at this point, that's not what was going to happen. He has overcome the world. Either you believe it or you don't. Either you live in hope or you live in fear. Paul said to live as Christ, to die as gain. So if you're living, you're preaching Christ. If you die, guess what? You're going to heaven. Going you to gain heaven. something. So I don't know. And it's like, you know, I look back and we all sat at home. So not a one person listening can claim they're, you know, innocent of any of it. We all, at least for a week or two, some of us quicker than others getting back out. Mm-hmm. We all were at least locked up for a little bit. So we all failed at that point because uh, we were being cautious, right? It caught us all off guard. And we, we really weren't sure what to expect. So we're not saying there wasn't wisdom until we figured it out. But what you need to understand is Christ is our healer. <laughs> and he, he's not going to let anything overtake us. I wanted to pull up this thing out of Romans 6. And this is one of those verses I was just sitting there earlier and me and Brett were waiting on our wives. We were practicing for Wednesday night's message. And... It came to Romans chapter 6, Roma read verses 12 through 14. It says, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like today a little bit, doesn't it? Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. And your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will not, well, will have no dominion over you. Mm -hmm. Since you are not under law, but under grace. What's he talking about? He's talking about our salvation there. He's talking about once you've been delivered, there's no demon in hell. There's no plague on earth. There's nothing that can prevent you from preaching the gospel 
because we just said it, to live is Christ, to die is gain. We've said it over and over the last several months. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So everybody panicked. We all had the problem. But guess what? It's time to get back to church. It's time to get out of your house if you're not there yet. Now, we understand certain medical issues, whatever. But as far as if you're just staying home because you're afraid, it's time to get back out. It's time to live. Because here's what I'm going to tell you. I've been out in this, and I wasn't home long. I probably stayed home. A, we, we were still out walking. It didn't matter. But we stayed home maybe a month or whatever for the whole thing, and then we were out and about again. The world is going on around you, and you're missing it if you're sitting at home because you're too afraid to get out. Mm-hmm. So it's time to get out. It's time to live again. If you don't know Christ, he is the only answer. He is the only way to heaven. And that's where your journey needs to start. And we've been talking about our journey on a Wednesday nights here at Next Level Freedom Church. The journey God not only takes us here at the church, but in our lives. God takes us through a process, salvation, baptism. He grows us in a church. He disciples us. He does all these things. We've been talking about them throughout the week. Maybe you've caught that at nextlevelfreedomchurch.com. But you need to understand something. You can't live in fear. Fear is where the devil reigns. And Ed kind of talked about it this morning. And I like one thing Ed said, and I don't remember the exact words right now, but I remember the second half. He was talking about God didn't necessarily deliver Job. He's doing a series on Job from, the, um, from everything that was happening to him. But he sustained him through it. Mm-hmm. Jesus told us here, you will have tribulation. You will face tribulation. Take heart, I have overcome the world. Job, if you don't know the book of Job, go read it. He lost everything. Health, family. He had his wife, I think, left. But she wasn't really that encouraging, it didn't sound like, from at least that portion we got from her. So, and he's got the world telling him he's done something wrong when really he hadn't. The enemy had had his way just to see what he would do. It was like a test of faith. Do you depend on God? Or is it just because you got all this stuff and your health? So you need to understand something. There's a lot more to life than just you know, that. So. Fear, I was sitting here thinking about this. Fear will keep you from doing what you should do and make it a whole lot easier to do the things that you shouldn't do. Because fear will keep you out of church and keep you home in a place where you can fall into all kinds of temptations to do things that you shouldn't do. Because if you break your... You break away from the very things that strengthen you, which, come on, fellowship, worship, uh, studying the scriptures, all of those things that you do in a church. If you break away from those things and you go home and uh, you, you decide, well, I'm not going to go to church because of all the stuff going on. And you just sit there and you don't do anything. You're going to find it a whole lot easier to do the things that you know that you shouldn't do instead of the things that you know you should do. Yeah, I think there's a scripture about that. <laughs> I said that somewhere. But fear, and you know, it made me also think about sin because I don't know where the scriptures at off the top of my head. I should, but basically, the idea of it is sin when it's had, it's done its full thing and it's it's spread as far as it's going to spread it. Eventually, it leads to death. You know that's what sin does. So fear is going to feed sin, and sin. If you continue to feed sin and you continue to give into it, it's eventually going to kill you because that's what it's designed to do. It's designed to take you out. Sin, it doesn't want you to get to heaven. The devil doesn't want you to get to heaven. Fear does. The spirit of fear wants to keep you bound so that you can't grow. And so we have all of these things. We're looking at fear and we're looking at sin. And we're just, we're just sitting there and we're trying to figure out 
what happened, what took place, and we're living in the wrong way. And Jesus just told us, you're going to have tribulation, but I've overcome the world. And it goes right back to that. Are you going to listen to fear? Are you going to fall into sin? Or are you going to trust God and to understand that what Jesus did on the cross, he conquered. I think that's a better way of looking at it or saying that he conquered the whole world. He conquered it all. It's done. I mean, story's over. (laughs) You know, we're just waiting. Right now, we're waiting for the end of the story to take place. But everything's been done. The devil's been defeated. Sin has been defeated. Death has been defeated. Fear has been defeated. The only reason that any of those things even try to live on is because we allow them to take place into our lives. But Christ was telling us those things, if you are in me and you recognize I have overcome the world, those things will have no place in you. And that's really where we have got to get to. You've got to push fear to the side and lift your hands up and worship. And I'm not telling you to... If I'm not telling you that, you know, if if you're sick, stay home. Because if, if anytime I've been sick or had the flu or the stomach flu, I, I call the pastor and say, hey, I'm sick. I'm not coming in today because I don't want to spread it to other people. That's one mm-hmm. thing. You know, that's that's one thing. It's not that you're living in fear. It's that you got sick. Crap mm-hmm. happens because guess what? You're going to face tribulation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus told us this. Mm-hmm. But you'll get over it. You'll get over it. So... Anyway, I'll let Trent talk. And what do you think about the old sayings now that you hear that? Worried to death or worried yourself sick. Yep. Guess where that came from? The fear that led to that worry, which led to either death or sickness. Because you can literally worry yourself sick. (laughs) If you want to be a worrier... And, you know, a lot of times I've talked to some people and they're the ones that are always sick. They've always got something going on because they're always worried about everything. And, you know, they they haven't been delivered from that. And I believe it's a spirit that's convinced them, the spirit of fear, to be afraid. But you need to understand Jesus paid the price. And it's because he paid the price that we are now more than conquerors. We are victors, not victims, Mm -hmm. once we believe in him. Now... The rest of the world that don't believe, they're victims. So they live in a victim mentality. And it's not until we get delivered by Christ, when we get saved, we become victors. Because we didn't overcome the world. He overcame the world. And because he overcame the world, we've overcome the world. So it's because we believe in him. Ultimately, it all gets back to Jesus and what he's done for us. So... And, you know, a perfect example of what he just said was, you know, I've shared my story of dealing with uh, some fairly severe anxiety. And if the anxiety wasn't enough, it will literally make you worry yourself sick. I've worried I worried myself into headaches and into uh, stomach aches and uh, feeling like I had fevers and just it will it will make you manifest. This is really strange, but it will make you manifest symptoms that. You're not really having. It'll make you think that you have a stomach bug, or it'll make you think you have these massive migraines all the time. And then that worry, you know, now I have a headache. Why does my head hurt? And then when you have anxiety, boom, now you're worried about something else. It's a trigger mechanism. And that's how fear works. And that's how sin works. Because, you know, if you're scared of this, then it's going to find something else to make you scared of, and make you scared of this, and make you scared of that. And then if you think you're sick, now you're going to be sick with 10 different things instead of the one thing that you might have had. Mm. It's the way that it works, guys. It wants to overtake you. And that's, I know we, I've said it a thousand times, and I, we keep going back to it, but he conquered all of that. 
And it's only ourselves, it's our flesh, it's our fears, it's our anxieties and our worries. We put those things on ourselves. And I, I've said it before, you know, the only, Christ can break every chain that is on you. But if you keep putting those chains back on you, you're doing it to yourself. He gives you the free will. Do you want to live free or do you want to live bound in chains? He's come to set us free if we'll allow him to set us free. But if you're going to go up, get set free, and then go sit back down in your seat and pick your chains back up and put them back on, that's not his fault. That's your fault. Mm. And we've got to recognize that, that we've been set free. He's conquered death and hell and disease and sickness for us. But if we want to continue walk in those things and walk in those fears, then that's your own choice. Mm-hmm. That is your choice. Yep. And I guarantee you, life without it, is a whole lot better. Now, we've all been there. We all have those moments where we have fear, worry, sometimes, you know, and then we realize, huh, well, it wasn't even worth all that. But so so you're not alone. Maybe you're just going through something right now. Maybe it's not regularly how you behave. Maybe you're just going through it right now because there's a lot going on in your life. We've talked to people here recently in the last few months. They got so much going on at home, different places that they're just worried. And we pray over them. I mean, Wednesday night, last Wednesday. Now, this will be going up, what, July 13th, I think, is the date that this goes up. So, last Wednesday night, uh, we had prayer. <laughs> and it was awesome. And it's like I always say, you know, I'd rather give me a prayer service. I'll go to a prayer service over a regular service any day of the week. The problem is too many people want to be entertained mm-hmm. and want someone constantly telling them. It's almost like a constant reminder you know, and we preach, it's what we do. And but there comes a point when you gotta take it on yourself. You gotta put on your big boy britches, girl britches, whatever, and go out and face the you world. You gotta believe it. Yeah. You can't just so, the faith of the pa- hang on one second, I don't wanna uh, interrupt you, but the faith of the pastor for you is not enough for you. Does that make sense? It takes more than the faith of the pastor for you to get it through your head that you're healed or that you're gonna be okay. You know, because things things like anxiety, nine times out of ten, the things that you're worrying about are things that doesn't even concern you to begin with and things that you shouldn't worry about. A pastor can lay hands on you all day long, but if you don't receive that, then it's still on you. You can't say God didn't heal me because if you're not willing to receive it, then nope, he didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got to be willing to receive it. you got to come expecting that and receive it. All right, now I'm done. You can have that. <laughs> Brett getting to preach today. It's all good. So, uh, but we pray. That's, that's, I'm, I'm telling you what, man, my, some of my most exciting moments in this Christian walk have taken place at prayer meetings. Not a church service, at a prayer meeting. Whether I was by myself, whether it was when me, you, and Eddie all did prayer meetings, whether it's when I come here to the church on my own and have my own prayer meeting, whatever. Prayer meetings are where it's at. Prayer meetings are where it happens. That's where God communicates. You communicate with God. Make sure you allow time for him to communicate back because too many people get caught up in that. So make sure you're listening as much as you're talking because otherwise you're just giving God your grocery list and then you're you're moving on out. You're like, okay, God, I need this, this, and this. Amen. And you move on. Uh, that relationship don't work with anybody. If you want a relationship with the Father, then you need to let him speak too. Don't just come to a prayer meeting and you be the only one talking. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe we threw all this out there today. It's about time to wrap up the show. But uh, I'm glad we finished up John 16 today because that was an important message. He has overcome. It's a good reminder that you're going to have tribulation. He promises that. 
Why do all these bad things happen? Well, we can't 100% explain it, but we can tell you this. You're in the devil's realm at the moment. Jesus was going to set up a new kingdom. It's all coming. But at the same time, he told you, what was it Aaron said on that message here a few weeks back that we had at the Freedom Conference? Uh, Occupy. Occupy. Occupy until I come. He gives you the keys to occupy until he comes. Yep. To take territory over the enemy. That means you need to be ready at all times to pray over somebody that needs you to pray for them. Be ready to talk to somebody. You've seen them on the street and you feel the Holy Spirit telling you you need to go talk to this person. He'll even give you what to say. That's the crazy part. You'll say it and then then they'll react and you'll be like, really? (laughs) But that's just how the Holy Spirit works. That's how he manifests himself within us. So take these as words of encouragement. We didn't say all this stuff to discourage. We did this to encourage you. It's time to get out of the house. If you're one of those that's sitting at home living in fear, it's time to get out of the house. It's time to get back to living because right now there's a whole world going on around you. And you're not seeing it by watching the news. <laughs> They're only showing you a few things that they want you to see. You need to get it back out in the world and see what's actually going on. And I encourage you, look for the things God is doing. There's been so much happening that God has been doing right now miracles, signs, wonders. We keep repeating it. Well, why do we keep repeating it? Because the church needs to be encouraged, not discouraged, so that they will take their keys and occupy their territory, whatever it is in your life. That don't mean just in the church. That means outside of the church, where the actual mission field is. Most of the work takes place out of the church. Then we come to the church to get refreshed, renewed, and move on. So I want to leave it with that. I want to go ahead and say hit us up at wait.letstalk at gmail.com if you got questions or hit us up with the voice message link located at the bottom of the description of each and every episode. We would love to hear from you. Maybe you've got thoughts on some of the stuff we've been saying. We'd love to know your thoughts so that we can talk with you or talk about it here on the air. So uh, I'm going to say God bless. See you guys next week. Turn it over to Brett. You know, I think there's somebody that has been so long You've sat at home or you've been out of church for so long that you forgot what it feels like. You're sitting there thinking, you might be thinking we're nuts or you're thinking we don't know what we're talking about. But you've been out for so long that you've forgotten how good it feels to be around believers, to be around your friends, to be around uh, hearing God's word. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but I know there's somebody. You have forgotten. You forgot what it felt like. So I'm going to pray today that each and every person that is listening will feel the presence of God right now and that you will know what it feels like and that you get out and you'll go to church or at the very least, you'll start inquiring, you'll start looking, you'll start having the unction to want to be around somebody because you've been hid away for far too long. So this is my prayer today. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, for each and every person listening, Father God, that you would touch them. Allow them, Lord, to feel your spirit. Allow them, Lord, to feel your joy, to feel your excitement, to feel your conviction. And most importantly, God, to feel your love. Let your love, Father God, just shower down over them, God. Let it start at the top of their head and go all the way down their body, Father God. Let them feel the warmth of your love, the warmth of your embrace. And I pray, Father God, that right now, move in their life, Father God. Is, Lord, let tears flow from their eyes, Father God. Let them feel so much of your love right now, Lord, that they would feel your presence and want more of it. 
Let them see, Father God, what they have missed. Let them see the joy, or let them feel the joy. Let them see your presence right now. Father God, show them and give the people listening, Father God, give them direction on where to go, what to do, and who to talk to, Father. Lord, if anyone needs us, Lord, they know they know where to contact us, Father God. They, they know to contact us through, uh, through Facebook and uh, through the links and everything, Father God. And we just pray right now in Jesus' name, Lord, that you would move mightily in people's lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I hope you were blessed and inspired by the content. Do us a favor, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already, tell a friend, and share this on social media. We would love to share the good news with as many people as possible. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have topics you would like us to discuss on the air, you want to give a shout out, or maybe you just want to say hi, click on the message button below and let us know what's on your mind. Thank you for tuning in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.